This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get the Hillman Morning Show on demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. Everything that she's wearing has gone from white to dark red to now she's in black in this last episode. Yeah. Do you agree with me, though, that it's an epic fail if Jon Snow is not seated on the Iron Throne Sunday night at the end? You know, Jon Snow could end up on the Iron Throne. I just want to see the book's prophecy fulfilled where, you know, somebody stabs her through the heart with Valerian steel, sword lights on fire, something cool like that. Yeah. <laughs> something cool like something that. Cool. <laughs> something yeah. cool. You make something. fun of me all the time. Listen to, you. Listen to you people. <laughs> Something, it's got to be something cool like that. Oh, the sword be on fire, <laughs> their head exploding. It's all over but the formality of game four. I mean, that's, yeah. I'm not, formality. Uh, it's a formality. Please. They have to play, they honest, honestly, the Hurricanes don't even want to play it. No. I mean, if they didn't have to play game four, they wouldn't play game four, but they have you to. Are, it's all over. You are just. And now, now it's, now you have to decide whether you want to see Jumbo Joe Thornton back here with right. his, uh, with his San Jose Sharks right. or whether you'd like to give the St. Louis Blues a go at it in the finals. Tough call. I mean, my Lord, what a, what, I mean, what, what, what else are we going to accomplish in this, in this city of champions? I mean, I, you know, Red Sox win the series. Mm-hmm. Patriots come right back, win mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. Yeah. Bruins headed to the Stanley Cup. Finals. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. It's. How, how can, about those revs? How is it? How, how are we going? Who? How are we going? How are we going to? How, how are we going to outdo ourselves? We're, it's going to have to be the. It's going to have to be the Boston Slam. I mean, the next thing is going to have to be right. all four teams. Right. One, we'll have one, to add all four teams consecutive. We'll have to add a sport. Uh, yeah. Disc golf. Uh, so, well, no, I don't think. I don't think it's going why? to be. I don't mm. think it's going to be disc golf. What? Competitive I, gardening. <laughs> I could get in on that. All right. Well, um, it's been said often this morning. All the credit, or the most of the credit for last night, goes to Tuca. Get rid of him. I mean, I, I love him. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. There's. Um, there I mentioned 2000. I think it was 2010. When your Boston Bruins were up three nothing on the Flyers, and uh, the the most horrible thing of all time happens, you're so, you know what you're I'm, not you're uh, uh, you're I, just jinxing. Oh no, no. I'm, there, no we've it's already to that point. We have already, <laughs> yep. uh, we've already determined that when it comes to your beloved Boston Bruins, the jinx is does not apply because I've been there for every single uh, every single win, playoff win. So mm-hmm. there's no there's no jinx, no absolutely no jinx. So, uh, just like Jon Snow, I demand that at the end of the Stanley Cup Finals, the Bruins are seated on the Iron Throne. Uh, all right. Uh, here, here's a Texas 339 text that says, we've, uh, 
We've devastated the Rams and the Cardinals, so bring on the Blues. Oh, they yeah, want to. Right. Basically, they want to burn St. Louis like like King's Landing. That's what they want to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's nine eleven. This is Tony. Hey, Tony, what's up? Hey, kid. Hey, kid. Hey, uh, history will repeat itself. It's going to be St. Louis and Boston in the Stanley Cup. Chara's going to fly through the air, <laughs> goal that goal, game-winning goal, and win it. Yeah. Well, don't forget. <laughs> I mean, like- that that there's an argument that I can make that that is the most well-known, recognizable sports photo of all time, the Bobby Orr goal, and that did indeed occur. Mm-hmm against the St. Louis Blues mm-hmm. probably 40 something years ago or so. So 39. Um, I mean, how it's many 1970. Okay. So how I mean, are there other any other oh, 49. Huh? Right. Is that 49? 40 Don't do math. Math should never be done on this program. 49. Yeah. 49 years ago? Yeah. I always forget that we're so far ahead. Like I think the 90s were still right. 10 years ago, you know. <laughs> right. Um I mean, can you think of another sports photo? That is that is recogni- as recognizable as Bobby uh, B or number four in midair. Uh, I can't. Lyndon Byers punching what's his name? No, in the face. It's, it's a, no. I can't think no? of anything. I can't think of any any what? in any sport. Maybe the immaculate reception or something like that. But I, I can't eh. think of any. I can't think of of another one. Mm-mm. I really can't. Hello, Joe. Hey, how are you guys this morning? What's up? I've got an obscure reference on the disc golf. Yes. Oh. And uh, Andy from the office talking about how he loves to fall. I I I I founded the frisbee golf club at Cornell. <laughs> I live to fall. Yeah. Great. All right. I'm gonna um, fall and tear my sack on my keys. Oh yes. This is <laughs> this is Andrea. Hello, Andrea. Hey everybody, how you doing? What's Hi. up, Andrea? Good. I just wanted to mention uh, Michael Jordan as one of the. Uh, the sports photos. Which one? The one, you know, where he jumps from, like, basically the three-point line. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, and it's on yes. all of the shoes and all the products. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, thank um, you. Muhammad Ali standing over Sonny Liston. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. What about Bird and Jay grabbing each other's necks? Dr. J? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, here's somebody who says Teddy Bruschi. Throwing snow in the air during the snowball. I don't know that that is as recognizable. What about Veritech? Yes. Punching A Rod in his stupid face, as a texter says. That's tattoo worthy. Carlton Fisk. Oh, that's true. Waving the home run fair. That's huge. Yeah. That 75 or 76 series, whatever year that was. What about Bestie holding up the Super Bowl trophy, a texter says? Well, which one? Right. I mean, there's count countless photos of Bestie in the Super Bowl trophy. Hill hey, man, good, luck. good to see you, buddy. We'll good to see you too, best buddy, bester, best bestie. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, filling in for LB today, it has been Natalie, the up talker. Do you have one more sports in you before you get out of here? I know you got to yes. go. What do you What do you What do you have going on today? Um, they, a little thing called work. Oh, you got to You got to <laughs> get right. to work. Yeah, yeah. You got to You got to get off to work. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks to work for letting you be a little bit late today to yes. come in. That's yes, very thank nice. You. All right. <laughs> Filling in for LB, who is out for a while, dealing with a uh, uh, personal thing. Um, it is Natalie, and she is going to up talk 
the sports. All right, so the Bruins take a 3-0 lead on Carolina. The Bruins are just a win away from the Stanley Cup final. Chris Wagner and Brad Marchand scored as um, Boston beat Carolina 2-1 in Game 3 of the Eastern Conference Finals. And we have sound from that. It's cleared back out again, two seconds and one, and the Bruins have taken a 3 nothing lead in the series, winning the game by a score of 2-1. to one. Natalie, I'm sure you agree. I hope that Wagner injury is not uh, as serious as it may have looked last night. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Uh, okay. Um, so the Red Sox lose to the Rockies in 11 innings. Um, what's his last name again? Ryan Brazier. 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 Gave up. He gave up an RBI single to Mark. Reynolds in the 11th inning as the Red Sox lost 5-4 to four to the Rockies at Fenway Park. And we have sound from that also. Quite a brilliant effort by Chris Sale who struck out 17 in 7 innings. The Red Sox come up short as they fall to the Colorado Rockies in 11 innings. Rockies 5 and the Red Sox 4. Alright, so the Red Sox and the Rockies wrapped up their brief two-game series tonight. Oh, no, they wrap it up tonight at Fenway Park. It's like in the future, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> They're wrapping it up tonight at Fenway Park at 7.10 p.m. And in NBA news, the Warriors are off to a hot start in the Western Conference Finals. Steph Curry nailed three, nine threes as they took Game 1, 116-94 to over the Blazers in Oakland. All right. Thank you. Oh, that, that was that, nice that that is, so Thank good. You. Like Thank she you. is Thank a professional. Um, we should totally hire uh-huh. her. Selfies before we leave. Oh yes. We need selfies, oh, for sure. All right. Well, Actually, it works out great because Natalie's your good side is your right side, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. and mine's my left. Yeah. Oh. See, so we have it's like a good. Correspond- my best friend and I have like corresponding sides because oh, yeah. if we did in our pictures, we would get in like fights. You is your, can't. Is, is your is your best friend an up talker too? Um. Do you only hang out with up talkers? I can't. I think so. Yeah. Like, I think she is kind of an up-talker. Uh-huh. What's her Probably name? Probably not as but um, Katie. Katie. Yeah. They keep one non-up-talker around. They keep a down-talker <laughs> so they can make fun of her behind her back. <laughs> it's like that one friend that no one likes. <laughs> so that's fun. All right. Like, great. Well, Debbie's coming out tonight. Like, nobody wants Debbie. her here, but she actually, like, ends her sentences on a down intonation. It's so <laughs> weird. That. It's so weird. Crazy. Uh... <laughs> I, can't, I, I, I work I, for NASA. You know, I, I love, know who. Like what? <laughs> I love the the uh, the text critics. What? Uh, Let's well, hear it. Well, pe- listen. People either love you. It's like everything on the show. Yeah. They either yeah. love you or they can't stand you. I mean, I don't know. Don't be um, need to relax. 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 Well, look at this person. Yeah. This is embarrassing. Oh yeah. Nice about, job, Greg. You know what's oh, really? embarrassing is that you actually <laughs> like I'm bothered to look relax. down while you're driving down 128 to text in how much she sucks. That's what's embarrassing. I'm literally just reading from a fact sheet. Like, right. I don't understand. Like, you're looking down in your lap. Like, no one notices that you're looking down, not paying attention to the Prius in front of you, jamming on its brakes every three seconds. So maybe you should pay attention to the road and not exactly. Natalie. Exactly. Maybe when you should leave um, Natalie alone. Yeah. When you're on... Leave Natalie alone. Um, <laughs> when you're on, a lot of people always want to know if... Uh, you're for real or not, and your like, up talking is completely legit. Literally. That's what you do. Are you for real with that? My question? mom makes fun of me. Like I don't understand. Like, well, yeah, well there's a whole generation of up talkers like you who can't help who, it. They, 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 they do. Yeah. <laughs>
All right. Um, thank you, Natalie. Thank you. Great to see you. Yes, you guys There, too. there she is, the up talker. Hey, Kaz. Hey, Greg. Good morning. How are you? What's going on, Kaz? Hey, for iconic uh, uh, moment or pictures in Boston sports, you got basically two of them. One's Vinatieri's kick in the snowball. Yes. And uh, Carlton Fisk's home run yeah. in the 86 series. Uh, uh, a texter uh, mentioned the Carlton Fisk photo, certainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, abs- yeah. Absolutely. That is definitely Ab- up absolutely. there. Absolutely. All right. Here's a texter who says, I am in love with Natalie. She is beautiful and she's not fake. Well, there you go. Hmm. Um, this person says, No, she's really annoying and I'm not driving. You're really annoying. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> but I bet you do text and drive. <laughs> That. Here's a text that says, what's funny is that this 22-year-old with no particular sports experience mm-hmm. uh, has a more accurate sports report than LB, but okay. I don't know if it was more accurate or not. I don't know. Uh, tomorrow, filling in on the sports, it will be former New England Patriot Rob Ninkovich. Right. So Ninko, Ninko will be in here. and um, Let's see all the critics. Uh, Come on, yeah. bring it. Oh, no, they won't be brave enough no. to do that. They Come on up here and tell no, them to his no, face. No, 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 they won't be brave enough <laughs> No, they'll text tomorrow. it, but then they'll be like, no, right. Nico, just kidding, guy. I love you. You're <laughs> yeah, the you're best. The best. Yeah. I still have your jersey. <laughs> no, just kidding, guy. You're the best. I'm not mad. No, seriously, <laughs> hire him. Get rid of LB. Uh, let's see. Here's a 978. Did that caller say that Fisk was 86? Did I he say 86? I don't know if he did, but it was, 70, was 76. 76 or 75. 76, 86. It was the Reds, right? Yeah, well, Schmears. Uh, if you ever were to examine my beer can collection, <laughs> yes. then you would see the uh, commemorative World Series beer can collection that I have from oh, the 1975 nice. World Series, I believe made by the Huda Pool Brewing Company oh. uh, in uh, in Cincinnati oh, okay. uh, because the Red Sox were playing the Reds in right. that series. Yeah. So those are several of the ones that didn't get thrown out. Uh, by they Mrs. were not. Hill. No, they were not thrown out by OG Mrs. Hill. Are they full? Do they have beer in them? Probably. Mm. I know the Billy beers that I have have uh, still have some Ooh. beer in them. I don't. I don't know if you'd want to drink. Ooh, that it is or not. that is not the kind yeah. of aging that you want. No, <laughs> no, I don't no. think so. Uh, all right, today's weather brought to you by Comcast. It's going to be partly sunny. Temperature is going to be 62 for a high today, and we're warming up. It is 45 right now here in beautiful, safe Brighton, Massachusetts. Fast is a gig speed network that gets business done. Beyond Fast is technology that makes business boom. Comcast Business, Beyond Fast. Call 1-800-501-6000 and take your business beyond. Um, you want to do some new, I know we have that we have like 12 Florida not like the rest of us stories that yeah. we have to do today. You want to do that? Yeah, sure. All right, is there a sponsor for the news? There is. All right. News brought to you by the Mercedes-Benz certified pre-owned sales event. Limited time special offers are sure to make the car of your dreams a reality. Visit mbusa.com/cpo today for local inventory and offer details. The Mercedes-Benz certified pre-owned event. Brought to you also this hour by Cars for Kids, the easy way to donate your car. Donate today and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com or 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. I haven't noticed this, but a 617 texter says, uh, Greg, have you noticed that Jake DeBrusque is a bit of an uptalker? <laughs> I haven't. Nothing better what? than the male uptalker. Yes, we love the male uptalkers. Yeah, yeah, it's rare. It is very rare. It's more common in females. Yes. The vocal fry, as yeah. they call it. But um, I'm going to have to examine that possibility immediately. We got to get some Stanley. Get some audio. Get some DeBrusque audio. We'll examine whether or not he is the rare 
male up talker or not. Hello, Jeff. Hey, how are you? What's up? Not much. What's going so, on? So uh, I, I, I'm, I'm friends with uh, quite a few people out here in Worcester and in Sturbridge area, and apparently BT Smokehouse in Sturbridge is taking Big T's, which is a brand-new restaurant in Worcester, to court over the name rights and trying to get them to lose their name. Wow. Really? Mm. So, uh, oh, okay. so I, mean, beat- I don't understand, you know, what the... Uh, you know what the big uh, the deal is? It's a it's a name. Yeah, uh, but that's and, uh, enough that you know, could... it's, it's, They're trying to get them to lose their name, to lose their rights, to lose their colors, to lose everything. And uh, you know, the owner of BT, Big T's has been in business for a long time, and uh, he's been a a food guy for like twenty years. Right. They're they're he's fairly a, new. He's a phenomenal guy. He's yeah. A, he's a he's a phenomenal. Yeah. By the way, I would. It's a bold statement, but might be the best barbecue in the state out there. Oh yeah. At BT's. Yeah. Oh, their ribs it's absolutely phenomenal. extraordinary yeah. extraordinary An excellent excellent yeah. brisket yeah. you bet your ass i stopped there on the way home from our uh, valentine's day uh, at the casino <laughs> broadcast uh-huh. <laughs> well they should take that all the way to the supreme sauce court right ah! that's where, uh, that's where that we should have is. a smoke off <laughs> yes just bring it that's, all in here right. we'll decide let's settle it with a yeah. smoke off that's right there was a smoke off in king's landing on sunday night ah! i don't know if you i don't know oh, no. if you know that or not we should do a smoke no. off with new smokes and smoked meats, <laughs> mm, yes. a double smoke That's off. Excellent, uh-huh. right? All right, let's uh, let's get to this. And now it's one of those only in Florida type of stories. <laughs> Another edition of Florida. Florida, but that's America's wing. Not like the rest of us. We love you, Florida. Okay, so uh, three Florida stories right now. The first one in Longwood: a guy facing indecent exposure charges. Because he was playing basketball nude. Oh. Who who doesn't? I mean, is <laughs> yeah. that is it more comfortable for you guys? Course, I don't have junk, so uh, of course it is. is. That, I yeah. would think that would be uh, you know a little little dangerous. But police officers were called to Candyland Park on Sunday night for a report <laughs> of a man who was not wearing clothes walking around. When they arrived, they found Jordan Anderson naked and playing basketball. When asked what he was doing, police say he told them he was working on his skills. Oh, well. <laughs> Why not? He did put his clothes back on when asked. He was arrested for indecent exposure of sexual organs. I like how um, they phrased that one. Very warm down there. Yes, it is. So, and humid. Yeah, yeah. Humid. Yeah, yeah, but you got to wear a supporter. Uh, that stuff's just uh, swinging uh, around. You're going to hurt yourself. Uh-huh. All right. What else? Second story is uh, an attorney from Clearwater who's in trouble for shooing a raccoon off his boat 20 miles from shore. Oh, that's not nice. No, it's not. <laughs> The guy's name is Thomas Cope, and of course the dope put the video of him doing this on social media, but evidently a raccoon had, had taken refuge in his boat. Yeah. So he goes out with his buddy, and he's out there on the on the water, and, and the raccoon surfaces, and they're like, oh my God, what are we going to do? So they basically shoot it off, to the bo- off the boat into the water, and then his buddy was like, so long, sucker, and they yeah. took off and left the thing there to drown. We have some audio okay. on this. Get off my boat! Raccoon, get off my boat! Dude, get the gaff. We're just going to put... <laughs> there he goes. Here, put it in gear. So long, sucker! Oh, not... Well, I mean... Well, know. what are you supposed well. to do? Oh, yeah, what we... you're, you're out in the middle of a lake. Yeah. There's a wild animal on your boat. Yeah, it's scared. Is... Let it run back into the bottom and go drop it off. Call Come somebody. On. We're talking about a raccoon. <laughs> and... They're they're just they're deceitful, thieving oh. thugs. No, they're not. Yes, they're they are. You should see smart. what they did to my garage. Well, 
that's your problem. Secure your garage, ding dong. I'll secure your garage. They're always in the trash. I, mean, I know, I constantly know. ripping the trash open. You know, they do having make sex lids in the trees. for trash cans. Yeah, I, I know. know. And this. their little hands get under the little clip. Yeah. And they open them up, and they There's rip their, open the trash bag. They got their beady little eyes. Yeah, and their, their little hamburglar mask. It could be. Aww. They could. They could be rabid. Exactly. Oh, They're not exactly nice. All right, what else? Anything else? And then finally, there's a, an individual who called 911 on a comedian's joke. <laughs> You're kidding yes. me. Oh, boy. 911? Yes. Where was this? This was in Naples, Florida. <laughs> this was at comedian Ahmed Ahmed's show at Off the Hook Comedy Club. <laughs> the caller said Ahmed asked the audience how many Middle Eastern people were there. And it said there were about 20 Muslims were at the show. And the guy made a joke that said we could form our own terrorist organization. And then somebody called 911? Because they've over, clearly never been to a stand-up uh, show. Uh, over a freaking stand-up comedian? That is correct. Do we have any of the, uh, mm-hmm. the audio from the call? Yep. A little fun with 911 here? Mm-hmm. All right. Call your county sheriff's office, Deputy Cormier. This line is recorded. How may I help you? Last evening, I went to a comedy show. And the comedy show is happening again tonight at 7 o'clock. Okay. There was a comedian. He's, um, his name is Ahmed Ahmed. And he's, um, you know, Middle Eastern. Uh-huh. And the first thing he said when he got out on the uh, stage was, okay, how many Middle Eastern people do we have here? And a whole bunch of people raised their hand. Uh-huh. And... As the people raised their names, they said, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Iraq. I'm from Iran. I'm from Pakistan. I'm from here. I'm from there. He said, that's great. He said, we could organize our own little terrorist organization. Oh. And I don't think that was right. (laughs) Oh. Always with the 911 operators. Oh. 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 What a jerk. Come on. Who, like, how did that guy accidentally get to a stand-up show? Right. Uh, somebody brought him for his birthday. It's, hey, let's bring Grandpa to the show. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. What is, I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. What? This is the problem with see something, say something. Like, people take it to the mm-hmm. extreme. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> what an idiot. Yes, can you just hear that again, please? You want to hear it again? Yeah, somebody hear okay. that again. All right. The guy has zero sense of humor. Call your county sheriff's office, Deputy Cormier. This line is recorded. How may I help you? Last evening, I went to a comedy show. And the comedy show was happening again tonight at 7 o'clock. Okay. There was a comedian. He's, um, his name is Ahmed Ahmed. And he's, um, you know, Middle Eastern. Uh-huh. And the first thing he said when he got out on the uh, stage was, okay, how many Middle Eastern people do we have here? And a whole bunch of people raised their hand. Uh-huh. And as the people raised their names, they said, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Iraq. I'm from Iran. I'm from Pakistan. I'm from here. I'm from there. He said, that's great. He said, we could organize our own little terrorist organization. Oh. This guy thi- oh, oh. This, this guy thinks that he has identified a sleeper mm-hmm. cell yeah. which is being announced on the stage of a comedy club. Right. <laughs> right. Well, thank God there's a bar there. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right. Oh, my well, God. We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That's it right there. Second sexiest mm-hmm. accent in the country, the Boston accent from our friend Slane. Slane's a sexy man. Yeah. <laughs> he is. <laughs> what up, George? Um, on my Twitter feed, by the way, the link to that topic that we discussed earlier, there's uh, details on my Twitter feed. Uh, about the survey, which has determined that your accent, the Boston accent, the Boston accent, is the second sexiest accent in the United States of America. Texas is number one. Uh, I consulted with all my friends in Charlestown, carrying a copy, and they are confirming that, yes, in fact, uh, ergo too far. As uh, one of the Afflecks once said in a Boston movie, that yes, we are very sexy up here in Charlestown. I don't know. Is it? I mean, does the survey maybe just apply to men? I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Is the around the country do they find the female with the Boston accent, like Carrie from Southie, to be? I don't uh, know who's finding that sexy, but I, I would like to find them. I mean, oh, what you're trying to say? Like men sound like Fitzy sounds sexy with that Boston accent. Get out of here with that nonsense. Just saying. No, I don't know. But I come mean, down the street yelling at me, being like, "Oh yeah, here I come! Look at me! I'm from Boston." Mm-hmm. Sounds like yeah. Even those highfalutin people you hang out with over in a seaport don't even sound like whatever. Sounds wicked sexy. Oh yeah, kid. I mean, listen, the survey doesn't lie, so I just wonder who. It's almost like it's a joke that no one got. They're like, like mm-hmm. one one person. It's it's how. Oscar won the costume contest in The Office because everyone thought he there's no way he could possibly win, and they didn't want to give a vote to someone else, so they were like, well, I'm just going to vote for Oscar because he won't win, and then he wound up winning. It's the same thing. People are like, well, I don't want to, like, you know, vote for someplace else. That my, I'm, I'm going to, you know what, I'll vote for Boston because no one thinks that's sexy, and then in a surprise, we're number two. When I tell you to dump a body in the marsh, you dump them in the marsh. In the marsh. In the marsh. In the marsh. Speaking of accents, Mm -hmm. it was alleged on this program a little while ago that Jake DeBrusque is a bit of a male uptalker. Now, the male uptalker is rare. The female uptalker, well-documented. Nearly every female between the ages of, what would you say, Danielle? 18 and 29. 13 um, and 33. Uh, 13 <laughs> I'm going on a full, 20, full two decade swing there. Has an upward tilt to their sentence at the end. Well documented. Mm-hmm. It's called the vocal fry. Um, but a caller or a texter actually alleged that uh, Jake DeBrusque is a bit of a male uptalker. And so Stanley Stizgrimy, our assistant producer and vice president of social media, on this show, has some evidence to present in this case. I want you to listen and tell me whether you agree. I think we just did enough to win the game. I think that took a hit on the head. We understood that, and that was a message coming from the coaching staff as well, and we felt it. You know, we have better to bring. And oh, At first, I was like, <laughs> well, but then he really turned it on. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, not convinced, not fully convinced. Maybe a bit of a male up. I don't know. Near the end there. He was, he was lilting up. A hint of up talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Here's a text that says, "So basically, you're saying that Scott from Weymouth could go anywhere in the country and meet a smoke and get and, and get hooked up because of his accent." Pump the brakes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> hold on. 
Hold on. I feel like up talking is a good way to make a call about something, but then also be able to bail if it doesn't happen. So you can be like, yeah, I mean, I think the Bruins are going to sweep the series mm-hmm. in four games. <laughs> so then when you, people will be like, oh, we're going to be like, uh, I said they were going to sweep. But if right. they don't, you can be like, well, yeah, I was questioning it. Like, right. I didn't really think they would. So no. I feel like that's an effective strategy to uh, straddle the fence. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you stay classy, San Diego? <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm it's Ron just... Burgundy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's a text asking whether we had done any Chernobyl talk or not. I mean, should we wait on Chernobyl talk? To... I mean, the week's going to end. Mm-hmm. We got a busy show tomorrow. Yeah. Because Ninkovich is going to be in here filling in for LB. And we got Stow 50 and Inside and the Warp Female Brain. One of the best endings to a TV show. What? The second episode. You, oh, yes. Seriously, yeah. one. I mean, it just, it just. You, I stood there with my jaw hanging, just going, "Oh my god, you really? Did? Yeah, yeah." So, what is? I mean, we can talk about it for a little bit. What is your overall? Now that you've seen two episodes mm-hmm. of Chernobyl on HBO, what are your takeaways? I, the first takeaway I have is, and I think you alluded to it briefly the other day, is how horrendous on the part of the Russian government when they send that old mm-hmm. dude from the Politburo or yeah. whatever in there <laughs> oh yeah to to basically lock the town down and that's and, just the beginning <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i mean but, but he's it, like it, cut the phone line so there'll be no in- misinformation yes. and it's like oh my god i know and then the I mean, the fact that their geiger counters only went up to a certain level yes. so that's the number they took when it was like 200 million times <laughs> Yeah. What was reading? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd tell you the two the two main guys now the the nuclear physicist guy there I I can't even remember his name uh, Jared Harris is the yeah 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 the glasses yes 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 and then uh, Stellan Skarsgård who's yeah. like his yeah. boss yeah and he's he was like Bootstrap Bill in Pirates of the Caribbean uh, those guys when they go to Chernobyl because because uh, Stellan Skarsgård was trying to write it off it's not that bad and then he's like just because we're here we're going to be dead in five years. And you're just like, oh my god, that is so true. This guy just walked into this, and now it's finally hitting him. Yeah, you know. Well, how about that? I felt so bad for like the first responders. Yeah, who just were sent there without right. any regard for, for for what they were doing mm-hmm. and any kind of care and concern at all. Yeah, right. It was the there was all the there was just a couple of guys who knew exactly what was going on and tried to tell people, and they were totally yeah. they sent one guy into that water. The, the nuclear, the radioactive water. Remember yeah, him and yeah, his... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean to shut the door there? Or no, to, go, to, to, to go, turn the valves. Oh, to turn those valves there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the end of one, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's the end of episode one. And then this one. one is... Can we spoil it? For I mean, um, everybody knows this. this is, that's another great thing about this. We know how this ends. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yet yeah. I'm riveted. It, yes, yeah. I know. I know. I'm that's riveted why, by that's it. Why it's why like it's, everything, that's why it's great writing, television, because yeah. you know what happened. But the three guys who stood up... Because they they poured all this stuff on the fire. Yes, and they said this is going to. Re- they didn't know there was water in these tanks that were supposed to cool it. So when the fire and the radioactivity touched the water, it was going to set off a bomb, like a nuclear explosion, and kill like fifty million people. And so they asked like three guys, mm-hmm. "You got to go into that water and shut this off. Basically, you'll be dead in a week." And they all kind of looked at each other. You know, and Stellan Skarsgård got up and gave this talk like, this is the time in history. This is what's in Russians' genes. Yes, yeah. We have yeah. sacrificed so much. And these guys stood up. And I hope there's <laughs> statues or rivers named after these there guys. There should be. Yeah. I, I, 
and then the ending <laughs> when they go into the water is unbelievable. Oh. I was so stressed out. Yes. And the people are outside watching with their babies and I know, everything. And there's and nuclear there's the, the ash. Nuclear stuff is falling all over floating them. Floating through the air. God. That's not a, an official term, by the way. Nuclear stuff. I nuclear know. stuff. Nuclear. That's not a nuclear. That's not a nuclear stuff. Not a term from oh. from science. It doesn't have a nucleus. Oh, oh. they all, all every single yeah. one of them has what, a nucleus. What's amazing is what the guy who plays Gorbachev says that. Our our power is uh, the world's perception of our power. So Correct. we can't we can't oh. say anything. Yes. But, but then what, what, but then the nuclear a nuclear plant in Sweden says uh, we're detecting your radiation here in Sweden. Yeah. So something's going on. You got to let everybody know. We're talking about Chernobyl, which is on HBO, and it's two episodes in. And I immediately uh, recommended. I I made it a must watch mm. on on the list of what you must watch if you listen to this show. A texter says, what's crazy is how close it came to contaminating most of Europe mm -hmm. if the lava hit the water. Right. Uh, all of Europe. But see, do you think, I mean, that's the, do you think that the that people were naive with regard to, to nuclear power? Or yes. Do you think, but do you think that that, do you think that that would have happened if Chernobyl happened in the United States at that time? Mm-hmm. Do you think the same thing would have happened with regard to how people didn't understand the danger? I'd like to think that we would have reacted a lot faster, like a three-mile island. Like if something like that happened, that the United States would have reacted faster. Yeah. Because uh, we weren't as secretive, at least in perception, right. as the Soviet Union. But there, it was the, the problem was the people in charge, and they illustrate this perfectly, had no idea how a nuclear reactor worked, had no idea the 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 how lethal radiation was. You know, like that one guy, the, there's a Emma Watson plays a nuclear physicist saying, you've got to evacuate this area now. And, he, and she says, you used to be, you used to work in a shoe factory. And he's like, yes, and now I'm in charge. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just going to yeah. shut you down and let 50 yeah. million people die. You know, does this texter loves the show, but cannot get over the British accents on the Russian people. Does that, well, you does know. that bother you or not? I'd say, <laughs> no, it doesn't bother me at all. No. At yeah. least they sound European. Yeah, you know, it's not, not like, and, and I like the guy, but it's not like Keanu Reeves going, "We have to put the fire out," you know. <laughs> and nobody could live there now, correct? Like the guy said, it's it's the they're saying at a minimum a hundred years, a hundred years, yeah, till till anybody can ever live there again. Well, till you can walk around there for more than like fifteen minutes. Yeah, a texter. This texter really likes the female nuclear physicist with the, yeah, with the logic. Yeah, she's super smart. Uh, some people think that, and we already discussed Game of Thrones, so it's okay for me to bring this up. Yes, that it because of the Me Too movement. Yeah, it will have to be a woman who is seated on the Iron Throne. <sighs> like it a, doesn't uh, have to be a woman. Uh, oh my God! <laughs> I, bet I bet there's pressure. I bet there's pressure. Of course, there's pressure, but I don't care. What do you right. mean it's you don't care? Reason. I don't care. You're always yeah. somebody who talks about the, I want the, uh, the, best the, the disparity in the workplace and the and salary disparity and all that. Yeah, but I also uh, want the best person for the job to get the job. I'd yeah. like... So here, here's, here's how I can explain equality in a nutshell. I want the best person to be on the throne. But if it's a man or a woman, regardless, I want them to make the same for doing the same job. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Did I explain it well? We don't have to give the throne to a woman just because. But if she's qualified, sure, as long as she's making as much as the guy would. <laughs> you can have Augusta. You can have yeah. your men's locker room at the International with the bar. 
I'm fine with that. We've got curves. Uh, this is Sean. Uh, and the dressing room at Lowman's. Just give you give a bunch of you a horror flashback to your childhood when you watched your grandmother and all yep. her friends change oh. in the community dressing room what at Lowman's. Lowman's. Lowman's, they had a community dressing yeah. room. So my grandma, when my, my mom was a single mom, <laughs> oh so my grandparents watched me when I was little, and they used to have a Lowman's in Swampscott in Vinnan Square. So my grandmother would drag me in there when she would try on clothes because she was babysitting me all day. And it's this one room full of older women in like, like knee highs and bloomers. <laughs> it, I, I, I'm scarred for life. Shoe is, Here it comes. Shoe is rock hard. <laughs> He's got a diamond I, cutter over I, there. I, I don't want to say this, but Danielle, <laughs> I've been in there as a small child. Yes. What? Yeah. As a grown man? What? No. What, was it? <laughs> what were you doing in as the As a small child. As a small child. Same thing. This was my mom. Man. My mom yes. would bring me in there. Um, excuse me, is my grandmother uh, in here? I'm here. Well, with you're six oh. foot tall, sir. What I'm are you doing? I'm here with my mom. I'm lost. Uh, this is Sean. Hello, Sean. Hi, everybody. What's up? So, Hill Dog, thank you for the recommendation on Chernobyl, because I may not have watched this if it wasn't for your over-the-top explanation how great the show was. I, <laughs> yes. I agree how good it is. Yes. But how, how much, do you know how much of it's true? Like, is that last scene in episode two, did that really happen? I, or is I, that something I, they do for, like, TV drama? Shu and I were talking about that earlier off the air, about whether or not it's well, I have to try to find that out, because I right. don't know. I mean, that is that that is the most chilling thing. I, they, it, like you said, those guys should be... Yeah. They should be memorialized. They're showing, they're showing in them take notes in the beginning, like the, the the professor that's like going doing all the stuff with the um, army guy. Yeah, I yeah. forget the names because they're all Russian. But he's taking notes. So, like, do they have people's notes from that, or like, what the, the people get out? Like, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I want to know if it's all true. Like, it's killing me. I believe this was written in the very beginning. You see the guy recording cassettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of what really happened. Yes, in uh, those his apartment. Are, the guy in the apartment. Those are real yeah, yeah. tapes. Those are real tapes. And this is what the material comes from. Oh, it does. Yeah. So it's it's real. Most of wasn't he making those tapes, and then they called him, and they were like, "Hey, you're coming to you're, something happened, and you're coming to be on that that the tap." No, board. no, that was that's going to be the end thing. That like was the, the end thing is going to be what happens to him, right? Okay, okay, right? Because we, we don't know. They wanted to establish that to begin with. Correct. That this is what he did, and these yeah. tapes okay, were made. I, I, yeah. that's just, that, 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 that makes more sense. Because at first, I was like, "If he's taking notes, did it happen before someplace else?" And then they called him because he's joining that up, or. No, no, that was... So, so good, so good. Yeah, it is. By the way, I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but our former producer, Spaz, just bought the first We Buy Ugly Nuclear Sites uh, franchise. Oh, yeah. And he's going to be... Yeah, he bought, he bought the old edition. He, he bought gonna, the old Yankee row he's, plants. He's, he's going to be he's gonna be putting up some row houses oh, on the God, Chernobyl site yes. in 100 years. He'll probably get a good deal. Like, who? Oh, like, yeah. would you ever move there? Are you kidding I me? As a gardener, I, the vegetables would be huge. I cannot, in a hundred <laughs> years? I don't think so. I could feed 50 people with one bell pepper. <laughs> uh, this is Mike. Hello, Mike. Good morning. What's up? Oh, I, uh, I just, I'm not sure, so I don't want to sound like a know-it-all, but I think vocal fry is a little different than up-talking. Is it? It's a little uh, different, yeah. When Katy Perry does that, like, eh, kind of <laughs> sound. Oh, that's the fry yeah. part? Or okay. Tina from Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Eh. According to multiple texters, those three guys really did go into the radioactive pool, and two of them are still alive no. to this day. What? They are not. Stop it. Lies. That's crazy. Mm, wow. Because they were exposed. I mean, they had, like, double the suits on. And yeah. everything, but that's wow. I, I need to do some research to see if that's true or not. Another thing was that general. 
the general that they're working with, he was in charge of the chemical warfare troops that were there. Yes. And he came up and he said, we have to drive a lead-covered truck yes. to the plant to get the right radioactivity readings. Yes. And yes. he's like, you, you, once you drive there, you'll, you, know, you most likely will die soon. And he goes, then I'll do it to myself. <laughs> I was like, that guy's... <laughs> That probably like was killing Nazis in World War II. It's like, no, this is they walk in the park. You know, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's really well, good. The acting is really good. Oh, the acting yeah. is and the writing. Yeah, is I mean, it, it's it's really it's disturbing, but it's it's excellent mm-hmm. in its disturbingness. I guess. Yeah. I mean, you're on the edge, on the edge of your seat, and oh, not yeah. because in my case I'm running out of room, but uh, <laughs> it's I mean, it's you're stressful. Really, aren't, aren't, isn't it stressful? Yeah. But a good, like a good right. Stress. You're, it's a, it's, like you're a excited good, about it. A good television stress. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, anyway, if you haven't yet, you've got to watch Chernobyl on HBO. Only two episodes in, so I you you can get in on this and join the discussion over the next whatever four months on this program. All right, we got to go. Um, back tomorrow. With former New England Patriot Rob Nikovich filling in for LB on the sports and other things. Also, Stow 5 at 7.30, and we're going to go inside the warped female brain at 7.50 tomorrow. If you missed anything this morning, you can hear it as a part of the full show podcast, which you can download anytime at waaf.com or via the radio.com app, which you can download for free so that you can take this show and this station wherever you go. Up next, it's the WAAF Workday Blitz, over an hour of nonstop rock, commercial-free. Thank you for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.